on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing. For the first time in WPAN history, the Kingpin is taking the wheel. Brian is in Philadelphia, and he and his tag team partner, their Beer City Bruiser, talk about their ROH run so far, and what's up next. We're backstage with the Bouncers this week, and you never know who else will pop up. Plus, your promo about nothing is coming up, and so much more, but first, tell him, George. I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. Wrestling fans, there are millions and millions of podcasts out there, but there's nothing like this one. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dementia? This is the wrestling podcast about nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Welcome to the wrestling podcast about nothing episode 130, a production of Crackpot Podcasts. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a longtime independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended hiatus from the ring, and usually joining me here is a veteran of the New England Independent Matt Wars. Now he is a Ring of Honor wrestler, Mr. Inside Edition, the captain, Brian Malonis. And in saying this, I call him the captain because, yes, I put the call out to Brian Malonis earlier this week. Work it's kicking my ass during the day. At night, I'm getting my podcast production company, Crackpot Podcasts, off the ground. And this weekend, I had to work. Uh, today, actually, Sunday, as I'm recording this, doing a commercial shoot. And on Saturday, the other weekend day, I had the pleasure of attending my friend and permanent guest host of the wrestling podcast about nothing, Brian Fury's wedding. So at least one of the members of the podcast showed up. Brian was too busy gallivanting around the lower Northeast to really give a care about being there for his pal. But don't worry, Kingpin. I sent well wishes along to the happy couple. And uh, congratulations again to Brian Fury and his lovely bride on my behalf. And I suppose on behalf of the last minute cancellation known as the Kingpin, Brian Malonis. Uh, and of course, through all uh, that's been going on this week with me, I had to make time for my wife and young son. They are the priority, obviously. So, I mean, as much time as I can spend with them as possible. So, yes, I put the distress signal out. I put the bat signal out. I called for the kingpin. I said, you need to pick me up this week. I know for the first time in the history of this podcast, I got nothing. I got nothing. So I need you, Brian. You've got your connections. I want you to show me how great your connections are. You're plugged in to Ring of Honor Wrestling. You're a member of the Bouncers. And speaking of the Bouncers, finally, after a year of them being together, apparently we have the other member of the Bouncers, Beer City Bruiser, coming up in moments on this podcast. But first I want to say BrianMalonis.com. Yes, BrianMalonis.com. He's doing me a solid He's going to work down there on top of wrestling. He's getting out the microphone, and he is, uh, he's getting backstage and getting all the scoops. So I will give him the plug for BrianMalotis.com. He's got the T-shirts that you want to buy. You want to put those T-shirts on your person. Check out all the great designs, including, most importantly, the Curtain Jerker WPAN T-shirt. You can find that at BrianMalonis.com. That is his own pro wrestling tea store. Make sure you go and uh, patronize the 
Kingpin's Pro Wrestling Tees store. And why don't you head over to the WPAN.com. That is the WPAN.com. While you're out there on the interwebs, go visit our website. You can listen to the podcast right there through the webpage. You can find all the ways to subscribe to this podcast through all the usual outlets, iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're coming soon, I think possibly to iHeartRadio, so keep your eye out for that. So many ways you can listen to the wrestling podcast about nothing. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so it's delivered to you each and every Monday. And, of course, you can find on there our bios. You can read a little bit more about the Kingpin and myself, photos of our in-ring career, nothing too uh, scantily clad like the Kingpin likes to talk about. Uh, we keep that stuff under wraps for now. Uh, you know, for a price, we'll see what happens, but Go check out the WPAN.com. That is the WPAN.com. And, of course, join the Facebook group, Putting Over Podcasts. Just go there on Facebook, put in the search bar, Putting Over Podcasts. Join us right there. We're talking about all wrestling podcasts there, not just the WPAN. But uh, if you want to talk about the wrestling podcast about nothing, please feel free there in the group called the Putting Over Podcasts group. All right. I've held you here long enough. It is time to get over to the kingpin, Brian Malonis, as he checks in with his tag team partner, their Beer City Bruiser. It's backstage with the Bouncers here on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. All right, Michael. So it sounds like you're having a bit of a rough go of it. So I'm going to have to pick up the pieces here and uh, make something of this podcast, even though I'm on the road. I'm with Ring of Honor. We're, I was in Baltimore this past Friday night, and right now I'm sitting at the 2300 Arena, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I'm with uh, – I've had a lot of partners in wrestling. I have a partner on this podcast who's obviously, as the fans can hear, less than subpar. I'm with the best partner I've ever had in any facet of professional wrestling. I am with my tag team partner, the Beer City Bruiser. Bruiser, thank you, man. What's going on? Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, you told me you have a subpar podcast partner, so uh, you, wanted, you wanted to know, he, show him what it feels like when teams work together. So I was glad to come on and show him that. Yeah, he, Michael is, and I don't know how familiar you are with the podcast. I'm just going to assume you're not, but he takes a lot of joy in my misery. Um, we even did a segment recently where he found all these nasty things people were saying about me online, and he really enjoyed it. He really like was like giddy with, with the fact that people were ripping me. Well, that sounds like a big bully. Like, guy's got what no self esteem. I'm assuming he probably lives in his mom's basement type thing. Yeah, so like he gets, <laughs> he gets like joy out of other people's misery. Like, you're a great person. You're a great partner. If he got to know you. You know what I mean? Like, he don't, he'd respect that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've known him for a long time. And you, you would think, right? You would think, like, he's that type that lives in his mom's basement, things like that. But he has a beautiful family. Just just had a son. He has a beautiful wife. Like, it, it's a complete, like, oxymoron here. You would think this guy is like, yeah, somebody who's like an internet troll lives in their basement. But in reality, he's just a troll in real life. He's probably going to cut. He edits this, by the way. So he's going to cut. This might hit the cutting room floor. <laughs> so, Bruiser, here we are. We're at the 2300 Arena. Um, I've talked about it on this show. The last time we were here, what, what a moment. Uh, me, you, and Silas main eventing ECW Arena against the Bullet Club, the hottest act in pro wrestling, six days before All In. Like, I've conveyed my feelings on that, but please, for the fans of this show, share your feelings. Oh, it, it's amazing. Uh, dream come true. Um, you're a wrestling fan like myself. We grew up in the ECW era, you know, and to main event at an iconic wrestling venue like the 2300 Arena, the ECW Arena. Not only that, but I was in the ring with my best friends against, like you said, the hottest 
ticket in professional wrestling, you know, and it wasn't just a match where, oh, you know, we're going to get squashed and all that. It, we went out there and we showed the world, not, not just Philadelphia, we showed the world what we can do, you know, as a tag team, as a six man against the top act, you know, and I think we turned a lot of heads with that. And I was, I was giddy for God a week after I, I kept reliving it in my head. Then when it came on TV, all that feeling came back, and I was—I I remember texting you, going, "Man, this was—that was amazing." You know what I mean? Like, I didn't sleep at all that night. I don't think you did either. It was just amazing. No, I—I I drove home by. It's funny. I drove by myself home, and I like—I didn't touch caffeine till like I was like two hours away from home. It's so about six, like a six, five, five and a half, six-hour drive home, and I didn't even have to touch caffeine because I was just such on such a a high from that. Like I said, yeah, growing up in the era, we did to be in this building period but then to main event in this building main event with those guys pretty special i mean we've gotten to do some cool things i mean this past friday night we wrestled for the second time the world tag team champion the briscoes i've stood on here the briscoes are like you know my favorites i think i think they are like the realest guys in pro wrestling we talked about promos last week and and we talked about that i brought them up as like they have like the most authentic promo style like in pro wrestling to me like they they are believable because they are them they are just them to the bone on camera behind the scenes like the briscoes are the briscoes you know what did you think of our i i loved our match friday night what, what did you think well i want to go back to the to the philly match before that because uh what, what fans might not or your podcast might not remember that's when you you and i became a team was here in philly you, you had wrestled kenny king that night and Silas was in the middle of the feud with Kenny, and you became the third member, and then you and I became the, the tag team. That was the start of, of this great tag team was, was that night in Philly. And then you fast forward, you know, almost a year later, and we were main eventing as a tag team in that building. Like, that, I just wanted to touch on that. It was amazing. But, yeah, yeah. So, so here, here's an ironic twist on that, too. And it's a team, for whatever reason, people seem to compare us to, and I think it's because they left right before, and now we're the big, you know, the big big guy tag team here in ring of honor um but it's war machine it's funny so the parallel is like we we joined together in philadelphia we've had our biggest moments so far probably in philadelphia it was the same thing for those guys so it's, it's kind of funny yeah no and, and it's great to be compared to those two guys uh, i've wrestled them i wish we could have wrestled them as the bouncers against them because i we'd tear it down i mean i'm sure we will you know what the future holds uh but going to the briscoes match man that was my favorite match my social media blew up saying it was the best match that we've had with them you know uh, um i've wrestled them numerous times but but friday just it clicked i think all four of us were on the same page we made it look like we went out there and did what we wanted to do. We wanted to make it look like a fight. And at any moment, we could have beat them. And that's what the fans all thought. And that's what we wanted. You know what I mean? I, I really think we turned heads with that match. Yeah, I, I agree. And, I mean, it helps that we just went out there and just beat the dog shit out of each other. I think <laughs> I think that helps. I think for whatever reason, these sick people like it when uh, yeah. us and the Briscoes just beat the absolute shit out of each other. Um, but I, I love it. It was, so much, it was so much fun. The toast afterwards, very cool. That's, I mean, that's their de facto hometown. Baltimore is like I mean we're in an arena um, I mean that's the other thing too to touch upon here I mean just in my time here and you've been here longer than I have so you've seen it even even more so but the growth of this company and to be here at this time with this company like talk about it from the standpoint of like when you came in the door till like this moment Oh, when I first came in, we weren't wrestling in the buildings. I, I came in right at the beginning of the change. And so I, we'd wrestle in buildings. I remember going to towns, you know, like Baltimore or, um, you know, in Milwaukee and stuff like that. And they're like the small thousand seat venues and stuff. And then uh, I remember Supercard of Honor in Florida. It was a 4,000 seat building and it was sold out. And I remember going, okay, there's something here. 
And then it hit me again when we were in New Orleans. And, and I think it was you and I just sat there. We're like, look at this. Like, look where we're at right now. And I think every single time, every building we go to, I mean, you've said it before. I've said it to you. You know, WWE just ran here. NXT just ran here. WCW used to run here back in the day. Like, and now we're doing that. The growth of this company is amazing, and it's only getting bigger. You know, they're turning fans away at the doors when they run these bigger venues. You know, the TV ratings are through the roof, you know. Um, look at all the TV time guys are getting. Like, guys like us, you know, at first we were just, you know, kind of dark matches, kind of mid-card guys. But now we're getting, you know, great matches. We're getting good TV time. They're letting us, you know, become our characters by cutting promos, you know. We were at pre-tapes yesterday for almost eight hours, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was fun. I love it. I love it. Speaking of which, speaking of the Devils... Jay Briscoe, Jay Briscoe, we're recording a podcast here. I don't know if you want to say hi. How we doing, folks? Good to be here. Nice to see y'all. Well, just, really just, see you. <laughs> we just talked about our match Friday night, so very appropriate that you that you walked over. So appreciate you, <laughs> Jay Briscoe. One of the, I mean, and, and it's funny he walked over, but just this this locker room and 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 the people in it. You know, for me coming here, and I'm sure it was for you the same way. But like you almost like develop like this. Like you go there and you see the guys there. And you're like, well, I want to work this guy. I want to work that guy. I want to want to wrestle this guy. I want to wrestle that guy. And for me. I mean, we've gotten to work. We got to work Cody in the box. We got to work um, with the Briscoes. So it's just, it's like checkbox, checkbox, checkbox. I mean, uh, I mean Jay Lethal, and, and, and I know you've done some stuff with Jay, but like another guy on that list. Um, I mean, the, the, the roster here is deep, talented, and insane. And there's guys on this roster I never thought I'd want to wrestle with, and then I wrestled them, and we'd had great matches. Like Jonathan Gresham, I've never been like, oh, I want to wrestle Gresham. I think he's a phenomenal wrestler. And we actually wrestled in Vegas, and it was like, okay, this is two different styles. I mean, I'm the brawler. He's a, the technical wrestler. It was an amazing match, you know, and that's the great thing about this roster. There's not one person you can look at in this locker room and go, ah, I don't want to work him tonight. That's going to be a shit match. Ah, I don't know about this guy. Every guy you look at, it's like, we can do something with him. We can do something with him. You and I have said numerous times, like, hey, it'd be great if we could work so-and-so. Like, Killer Elite Squad, you and I have said, hey, we, it'd be awesome to tie up with them. Uh, the stuff we've been doing with the Briscoes, like... It's amazing, you know, and, and I'm hoping that we become bucket list guys. You know what I mean? Like guys look at us and go, oh, I can't wait to wrestle the bouncers, you know? Yeah, and that, I mean, that's I mean, that's the goal here. That's the goal for like anybody here. When you think of just the history of this company, I mean, I, I've made no secret on the show, my relationship with Todd Sinclair, who's been here since the beginning mm-hmm. and the things he's seen and the guys he's seen come through here. And, and I think what's kind of changing now before this place was like a springboard and i think it's becoming a destination or has become a destination um rather than just like a springboard platform to something else so i mean it's funny and i'm sure you get it all the time too people are like oh you gotta you gotta go to wwe or nxt it's like man i am happy right right where i am like for right like right now this is exactly where i want to be i always whenever they toss me though do you want to work for wwe do you want to work for nxt i always say why do i want to move i'm happy right here uh i'm just getting started right here because when i first started out singles then they put me with silas now i'm with you like the evolution of the beer city bruiser is constant and here we're allowed that creative freedom you and i text almost daily with ideas of what we should do and all that we walk up to pants and we say hey this is our idea we walk up to the office guys and and, hey this is an idea 
they either run with it or they don't, but at least they let us come up with these ideas. You know what I mean? Uh, when it comes to our matches, yeah, we have agents for our matches, but it's pretty much what we want to do, you know? And then there's always guys in this locker room that will approach us after and go, hey, that was really good, but maybe do this next time. So why would I want to leave a place where I can constantly grow? You know what I mean? I'm not saying that it's never going to happen. I'm just saying right now, I'm not looking anywhere. I'm happy. You know, this is a great company to be with. We're growing and it's fun, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think I think from, I guess probably more from the guys in wrestling, you get the questions a lot about what's the locker room like or what's it like there. And it's just like, it's literally the best locker room I, I've ever been in. And that's not just me spouting a company line. I mean, I've said, I'm, I'm not under contract to this company. So, you know, I, I love working here and, and it's, you know, I love it, but it's, I'm not like betrothed to say these things. Uh, this locker room and the guys in it, like I've always felt like this, I, I don't think I've ever came through the curtain where somebody wasn't willing to like give advice or, Hey, I noticed this. Hey, maybe try this. Hey, that was great. But Hey, you know what I mean? Just, I've heard you talk about it on different podcasts, but somebody who's been so helpful to us, that's, that's Bully Ray. Like yeah. what a, what a tremendous person to have around and to pick their brain. Yeah, and, and he goes out of his way to watch our stuff, and he will pull us aside like a pre-tapes, you know, like him making fun of you is not him making fun of you because he doesn't like you. It's him making fun of you because he's trying to help you and become better. And he had advice for us up the wazoo last night after, after we were done with our pre-tapes, you know. Every match we come back, he'll walk up and goes, guys, that was good, but what about this, you know, and like... I mean, he's been in the business forever. He's a Hall of Famer. Um, you know what I mean? He's done it all and seen it all, you know, and, and having a guy like him help us is amazing. You know what I mean? Plus the creative power of, like, like, like you said, Todd Sinclair. Like, that guy's seen the evolution of Ring of Honor, you know? And he knows if we pitch him idea, yeah, that won't fit in Ring of Honor. He knows because he's been here since day one. You know, and then you guys got, like, Christopher Daniels, BJ Whitmer, you know, that are just quick to help us, you know, like, hey, well, how is this? How is this? You know, it, it just, it feels good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a great feeling. And I am under contract, but I don't have to say that, <laughs> you know, and, and, and what I like about this locker room is you never feel uncomfortable in it. You know what I mean? Like there's locker rooms you walk in and you're like, okay, there's a click over here. There's a click over here. There's a, you know, this guy doesn't like this guy. And this locker room, it's, it, that doesn't happen. It's we all come in we all say hi yeah we sit by each other in certain places but at some point in time we're all hanging out you know what i mean yeah it's everybody's working hard everybody's working towards a common goal a common purpose and that's to continue the rise of this company and to just continue going in the same direction that, that we've been uh which kind of guess brings me to the next thing and it's, it's again it's one of the things that people always bring up to ring of honor and that's in april Saturday night before WrestleMania, New York City. I mean, I know it's I know it's on my mind, and I know it's on your mind. But um, and I, again, everybody's from on this podcast is familiar with my thoughts. But talk about uh, if you could, like, what would you know? And me, I'm envisioning me and you standing in the center of the ring, MSG. You know, talk about it. Well, first of all, Supercard of Honor is the biggest show in Ring of Honor history, and and you've gotten to experience that, which is you know, and I've told you, I think before your first Supercard, like, man, you're never going to experience something like this again. And I kind of lied, because now we have MSG, <laughs> the biggest venue, in, you know, most famous venue in professional wrestling. And you're right, we get to stand in the middle of that ring, no matter what we do, in Madison Square Garden for Ring of Honor, on the biggest wrestling weekend ever. And whatever we do, it's going to be great, you know? And I just, I get goosebumps thinking about it. I remember... 
every wrestler has a bucket list, you know, and on the bucket list, mine had MSG. And with Ring of Honor, I've been able to check off stuff like go to Japan, work the ECW arena, work Hammerstein, uh, work in Milwaukee at, at certain venues. And I've always, okay, I checked this off, I checked this off. And my wife would always go, well, what about Madison Square Garden? I'd be like, ah, oh, you know what? I just, I don't see it happening. Then they made the announcement. Oh, I was like a little kid, man. Like, this is goosebumps you know what i mean like we get to wrestle and like it still hasn't sunk in and i don't think it'll sink in until after we're done that hey we just wrestled in madison square garden (laughs) you know that's a great thing yeah i mean yeah and just we'll be happy to be a part of that if we are if we're so fortunate but i mean in my mind i'm picturing like it's us and like the briscoes or whoever the world tag team champions of time and we're beating their asses and becoming the world tag team champions i don't know about you bruiser that's what i'm envisioning oh yeah that's definitely what i'm envisioning that would be a career highlight (laughs) you know like i would get that picture framed and and hung on the wall for sure (laughs) and i'm sure we'll drink a few beers after after uh we'll go around new york and close a couple bars and bars in new york are open till 4 a.m. Yeah, and there's a, there's usually a guy that comes to Supercard or like the big shows in New York where he'll close his bar and open up just to the boys and all the drinks are free and all that. So I'm really, oh yeah, I'm hoping he's there. <laughs> we'll close the bar. Really, that would be that would be something. Like, yeah, what would be more legendary than that or the after party? Uh, it's gonna be 50-50. <laughs> so I mean, it, it, it's kind of ridiculous sitting here. We're in the ECW arena. Um, this venue that so many historic things have happened it's been it's been important to both of our careers both as singles and then tag team so i mean i talk about all the time what i think's coming next but what do you tell the fans this podcast what do you think's next for us i know what i think is next for us what do you think i I think we're gonna get tag team gold uh i think we're gonna get that big push in ring of honor we've been turning heads every match we've had um we've wrestled the smallest guys in the company we've wrestled you know guys close to our size we've wrestled the big names the bucks the briscoes and and we've hung with them we've proven to everybody so i think big things are coming i think more tag team title shots i think a tag team title run is coming our way you know um i definitely think the bouncers are here to stay and I, i do think our future is bright I agree, man. So now, now the other thing that we got to see, we got to get our butts. Like, so there's got to be, pro- and, and and we are we are talking to different promoters about probably probably more towards 2019 at this point. But you know, New England promoters especially like need to have the bruiser in New England come to my territory. We'll rip it up. We'll have fun. We'll kick some ass. Um, there was a common date that we or a date that we that we had in mind, but you're, you're going to be on a cruise. So I mean, <laughs> uh, but hey, it, it'll work out at some point. I can't wait to have you come up there and and we show the you know show the people up in new england we're going to show the people of new england what we can do in, in a month um so uh, no no surprise probably a lot of the listeners of this podcast are from the new england area but we got some big matches coming up and and, and we probably can't reveal them yet here so we'll, we'll hold our tongue as to what those <laughs> matches are but we're coming to lewiston maine we're coming to to lowell and, and i i can't wait oh i can't wait either um i mean we got the Lewiston, Maine. I, we've never wrestled in Maine before. I don't think Ring of Honor's ever been to Maine. And Lowell, your hometown, like, we've had some good times there, too. Isn't that where we, that's where we wrestled LIJ, I believe. It, um, it is, yeah. That's, yeah. that's where we took on LIJ. And, like, Lowell, it's still, to this day, I could probably wrestle for I don't even know how many more years. I, I'll never have more matches than I've had in, in the city of Lowell. It's a very special, like, 10 minutes up the road is where I worked the majority of the indie shows for Chaotic Wrestling that I've worked in my career. Yeah, and, and, and have a match like LIJ that we had, which was another great match, you know, and now it's Global Wars again, so who knows, maybe they'll put some more Japanese guys against us, which will make us turn heads in New Japan, you know, which 
I, that's another you're asking about the future of us I think we're going to dominate Japan to be honest I think they're going to see you again they're going to love you they're going to love us I've already been over there I've already made an impact I think you coming over with me is going to turn a lot of heads and I think we could be that dominating force kind of like our good friends War Machine you know they went over there and they dominated you know what I mean so yeah, I think, I mean, I, when I think about us and I think about the things we've been able to accomplish this year, and for me, this has been setting the table for us. The next couple months are going to really set us up for, I think, yeah, and I'm right there with you. I think in 2019, the bouncers, we are going to be the world, the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. We are going to go to Japan. I think we have big things. Um, so before we wrap up here, we got things to do, Mike. We can't do this all day. Like, we got to go do some shit. <laughs> um, Tell everybody, you know, where to follow you on social media, pro wrestling tees, all that good stuff. Yep, on social media, I'm the Beer City Bruiser. Instagram, also the Beer City Bruiser. Uh, Twitter, I'm at BCB Winchester. Uh, pro Wrestling Tees is www.prowrestlingtees.com slash Beer City Bruiser. Also go to ROHWrestling.com. Go to their shop. I have a new shirt out and uh, koozie. All right. Well, you heard it. Go there. Go to my pro wrestling tees, BrianMalos.com. Crockett, you better have plugged it on the stuff you recorded. And if you're lucky, I'll try to track down a couple more people. Uh, I can't keep Bruiser too much long. He's already like six deep here. He's got some drinking to do. I got some stuff to do. So, Mike, I'll do my best to get, to get somebody here to join us soon. Thank you, Bruiser. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, Kingpin. Selling your old pal Croc Socks down the river to your new pal, the Beer City Bruiser. If he's such a good friend of yours, how come it took you so long to get him here on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing? Uh, but I will say it was worth the wait. I love hearing from the Bruiser about uh, the ROH run that they're having here, the Bouncers, Brian and the Bruiser, and what's going to happen in the future if they get to MSG, if they're holding those tag team titles high over their heads. I guess uh, time will tell next April there in uh, New York City. The world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden. Uh, be a great thing to see. So thank you once again to the Beer City Bruiser for uh, coming on the podcast. I know it took a while, took a bit of convincing, <laughs> probably took half of Brian's payday to get you to come on the show. No, thank you very much, Bruiser, for being on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. And thanks, Brian, I suppose, for finally, after all this time, making it happen. Backstage, no less, at the uh, ECW Arena, the 2300 Arena. So that was a great thing, and more coming up, so Brian says, here on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing, so stay tuned for that. Also, uh, really want to acknowledge the run-in from Jay Briscoe during the interview there with the Bruiser and Brian. Probably didn't get enough from him to put his name in the title of the episode, uh, but cool nonetheless. It would have been good to you know get a couple more words. Brian, you could have uh, you know encouraged him to sit down, sit in on the group discussion, and talk so we could say hey we got the beer city bruiser yes but we have jay briscoe former multiple time roh world heavyweight champion on the podcast as well but brian uh shoot him away like a good podcaster like a a brilliant podcaster that he is there just sent the former two-time world champion off to you know go kill chickens or whatever he does <laughs> jay briscoe thank you for making your little brief appearance on the wpan as well uh we want your feedback here on the wrestling podcast about nothing something special something a little different we're doing here this week going back and forth sending you over to philadelphia back up here to new england to massachusetts let us know what you think tweet us at the wpan on twitter as brian mentioned with your take on this week's episode your thoughts on our discussion 
with the Beer City Bruiser and what's going on here this week in the Wrestling Podcast about nothing, taking you backstage to one of the most famous arenas in the country, the old ECW Arena. Let us know what you think. Use the hashtag WPAN. The best way, though, not only on Twitter, you can let us know through the voicemail line. Call us. We want to hear from you. We will play your voicemail on this podcast. Call 401 484-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. And yes, we do have a voicemail this week on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing. Let's take a listen. Hey, guys. This is Donnie from Concord, New Hampshire, and I have a question for both of you. I was wondering, what is your top ten worst factions that you can think of, or top five, whatever works easier for you? I was just curious and wondering... uh, which one do you think would probably be the worst? Uh, thanks, guys, and keep up the great work. All right. Donnie from New Hampshire, I believe that is uh, Donnie from Donnie Films 1982 on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to Donnie. Good guy, and thank you for listening to the podcast and bringing us that question. Kind of coming off the uh, AMA a couple weeks ago, Ask Malonis or Mike anything. And we want to really uh, get your questions. We want to answer them week in and week out. Please use that voicemail line, 401-584-9726. Leave us your question. We'll answer it on the podcast or, of course, through Twitter, hashtag WPAN. But for Donnie, the worst factions. We actually did a podcast about the worst factions. The old BDA bonus podcasts we were doing on Thursday. We did those for about a year. So we touched on so many different topics. They're really kind of, in my opinion, a hidden gem of the wrestling podcast about nothing. At that point, we were doing two podcasts a week. So maybe some of these got lost in the shuffle with some people. You really should go back in the archives, if you will, and take a listen to some of these. We talked about so many different topics, you know, the best and the worst of things. We did Worst Wrestling Factions. It was actually episode 25 of the BDA podcast. That was in July of 2017, so over a year ago. Go back and check that out, Donnie, if you really want to hear. Uh, but I'll give you a hint. Uh, my Worst Faction uh, had to do with a dungeon. So <laughs> take a listen to that podcast. You can hear all about some terrible 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 factions so thank you very much for your question donnie i'm not quite sure i remember what brian's was i know it was something really strange that he came up with for his top factions so make sure to go check out that podcast and really check out all of the old episodes the old bda episodes really like i said Stuff in there that uh, is really fun to do that back in the day. Every Tuesday or Wednesday, Brian and I get together and record a second podcast, usually over Skype. Uh, It was a lot of fun to do that kind of stuff. And uh, more bests and worst, I think, coming in the future here on the Wrestling Podcast, but nothing on the WPAN proper. But speaking of past podcasts, last week on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing, episode 129, we did today versus yesterday. We had nine separate categories, and we ranked whether these things were better today or in the past as it relates to professional wrestling. And some people checked in here on Twitter, at HHHGuy2004. You know that is my nemesis, Steven. He says... Okay, I know I'm going to be biased again here, but your boy Champa is killing it in his NXT promos today, and the War Raiders also very believable. Mike would know if he subscribed or even used someone's info to watch the WWE Network. Uh, yes, so we were talking about promos. That was one of the categories, whether promos are better today or in the past. 
we did give that one to the past, but there is some definitely some great stuff going on today. And we did mention Tommaso Ciampa, how he is uh, kind of doing old school and bringing it into the new school. As he's doing very well, and uh, it's great to see Tommaso doing so well. Uh, and the War Raiders uh, actually saw one half of the War Raiders, Warbeard Hansen, at uh, Brian Fury's wedding. Also uh, said hello to Donovan Dijak, a.k.a. Dominic Dijakovic. So he was there as well at uh, Brian's wedding. So NXT represented well uh, this past weekend at the wedding of one Brian Fury. Thank you, Stephen, for checking in. Glenn Abbott, he is at GA WrestleNut. He says, I think you should settle on a draw between today versus yesterday. Entertainment value with wrestling is objective. I've been entertained by six decades of good and bad wrestling. So, yeah, I mean, I used to have get-togethers where it would be just getting together, watching bad wrestling. We'd get together, like, indie tapes. It'd be me. It'd be, uh, like, Todd Sinclair. Brian Fury would be involved on occasion. we just get together and just watch terrible wrestling. There's no more fun you can have than just getting together with a group of pals, uh, getting some food, getting some drinks, sitting down and laughing at really, really bad wrestling. And uh, I agree with Glenn that you can get entertainment value out of the good as well as the bad. But we're not settling on a draw because we did put the poll up on Twitter at the WPAN. We came down to it was four in favor of the past, four in favor of today. The final category, overall entertainment value, Brian refused to budge. I refused to budge. So we went to you. We put the poll up on Twitter and said, biases aside, which product gives you the most entertainment value overall? The wrestling of the past or wrestling today? And overwhelmingly, 75% of the vote went to the wrestling of the past. So, Brian Malonis, I am the victor. I am the one who said the wrestling of the past has the better entertainment value. So the people are behind me. I win. I'm the victor. I expect next week on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, you to give me my just desserts, to give me the praise, give me the accolades, because I won the debate. I won the debate. But Brian Fury, the recently wed Brian Fury, says he listened to last week's episode, and it's wrestling of today all day long listening to crockett contradict himself from one subject to the next drives me insane well brian well i won the debate so i'm not sure what you're so upset about i won the debate check the poll 75 percent for the wrestling of the past so yes <laughs> just completely obnoxious 75 percent of the boat for the wrestling of the past so that's what the people say that is the final decision. Most entertaining, wrestling of the past. But I will concede, there's plenty of entertainment out there if you're looking at the wrestling of today. I mean, just beyond WWE, there's entertaining stuff there as well. But beyond that, just the independent scene as a whole, uh, you know, just busting Jerry. So much going on out there. And really, if you're not liking what you see from WWE you can find great wrestling if you seek it out. So make sure you go go on YouTube. Just do a search. You'll find great wrestling that will keep you entertained. So don't be sour, as a certain faction says. Not one of the worst factions, Donnie, but a certain faction says, don't be sour. You will find something out there if you seek it out. 
to get you entertained in the world of professional wrestling. All right, Kingpin Brian Malonis. He is checking in once again from the corner of Swanson and Rittner Streets. That's in South Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the old ECW Arena, the 2300 Arena now. He is backstage for ROH's TV taping. Let's take a listen and let's send it over to my good pal, the Kingpin. All right, Michael, I'm back. You're making me feel content here. You can't get away from the wife and the kid or whatever's going on. Got to listen to your sob stories all the time. I'm here with a very special guest, a multiple-time guest of this show, somebody who you know very well, Ring of Honor senior official, Todd Sinclair. Hello, hello. I kind of, I kind of was expecting that. So Michael was, uh, Michael can't. I'm gone for the weekend. He can't pull it together. Can't do his job. Like I'm out on the road doing things. He's sitting on his butt doing, God knows what. Like the kid, you know, he's a baby. He's an infant. The thing sleeps like 18 hours a day. Like it's not like he's the one nursing it. But I had to pick up the pieces. So uh, you know, here we are in the 2300 arena. I mean, I mean, if Crockett's so busy, like what could he possibly be doing? I mean, the, the, I think, personally, okay, the kid, like you said, the kid's going to be sleeping all day long. I actually think he's probably frosting his hair, because I don't know if anybody knows this on the podcast, but he used to frost his hair way back when, let's say 12, 15 years ago, and he denied it, denied it, denied it, until one day he admitted to us that he used to use this gel that had some sort of frosting tendencies or some garbage. So I think that's what he's doing right now. <laughs> frosting tendencies. You, you, don't have, you don't have a vision? You ever see, like, they sell them in the stores now, and they have, like, it's like a backpack thing, but it comes over, and it's like a, it's like a fake breast that you put, like, a bottle in? Like, I'm picturing Michael just being completely emasculated. He's got the fake, he's got the fake boob on. Where are you going, Bobby Cruz? Don't go anywhere, Bobby Cruz. I just wanted to, I just wanted to finish humiliating Michael before I brought you in. And, and uh, yeah, I'm putting the bottle in there, and he's, like, breastfeeding the kid. That's what I'm picturing. That's, I think that's kind of sexy, if, if you ask me. Um, I, so you mentioned Bobby Cruz is here. May I start off the Bobby Cruz appearance with a little song? Ooh. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is dedicated to my friend Bobby Cruz. If I go crazy, then will you still call me Bobby Cruz? There he is, Bobby. I love it. Bobby Cruz, what's going on? Hi, Malonis. Nice to see you, Pants. What are we talking about? Well, we'll just do we'll it. Michael, uh, I'm, I'm away on the weekend, on the road this weekend, and Michael couldn't pull himself together. Needed me to fill time, fill content. He's completely inept. So uh, let's talk about Pickles. Pickles Pub. Nice downtown uh, place right near Camden Yards in Baltimore. Good uh, sports pub fair. Good beer selection. And uh, just didn't work out with what we were watching, obviously. But it was a good time. Yeah, how was the atmosphere? Atmosphere? <laughs> <laughs> Atmosphere seemed to be lacking a little bit because it, was, it was, wasn't that busy for a Saturday night. I thought it would be a little more hopping, a few more Red Sox fans around, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it, was very, it was very quiet. You didn't want to go, Todd. No, I, I want no part of watching a Red Sox game with the two of you. The food was excellent. I don't know how many people in Baltimore listen to this, but Pickles Pub, food, excellent. Atmosphere, maybe lacking a little bit, but the food was good. So was the company. Um, Todd absolutely refused to go out with us. Bobby, we went to the Babe Ruth Museum. We took in some, some sites together, but here we are, 2300 Arena, expecting a great, a great crowd tonight. I got a busy schedule. You're busy. You're busy. We're All three of us are busy. Michael's at home doing nothing, but here we are having to uh, fill content for him. So, Bobby, what time... Are you going to get dressed tonight? Show starts at 6. 
I say 545. But before we really talk about tonight, let me figure this thing out now with Michael. So he had no kid, right? And you had kids. And I'm just going to guess, because Todd does it to me, Todd's like, you don't do anything. You have all sorts of time or whatever when he has no clue. Uh, what reality is with kids, no matter how old they get. So he was probably always busting your balls about not having time, and now he has a kid, one kid, and now he has no time for this. Is that the deal? Yeah, I mean, yeah, essentially. Like it, when when it was, yeah, when it was me with my two kids. I have two kids. Michael was very cavalier with my time and very very uh, unimpressed with the amount of time that I had to spend. But now he's got one kid, and you know, you know the way it goes. I think uh, right now, especially with your success in Ring of Honor and beyond, not beyond the company, <laughs> beyond Ring of Honor, um, I think you become too big for him. I think it's maybe time to uh, either do it by yourself or just rotate co-hosts. Well, are you offering Bobby Cruz? Are you offering to come on the podcast regularly? I think so. Right. Maybe. What about you, Pants? No, I'm very busy. <laughs> <laughs> you are very busy. Well, speaking of busy, we are very busy. Michael, uh, I'm sure you can fill a couple more minutes. But, uh, you know, Todd, uh, before we go, any, anything? Uh, I'd like to sing an outro song, if everybody doesn't mind. No, I'd, I'd, I'd love it. I'd, I mean, Bobby will have to listen afterwards, but... Yeah, Bobby walked away, and I was like, hey, Bobby, come here. I'm going to have an, intro, an outro song, okay? Okay, no, but I got the boys. No, hold on. Let me sing, and I'm going to leave. Oh, don't you dare look back. Just keep your eyes on me. I said you're holding back. She said, shut up, you're Bobby Cruz. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Pants. Oh, Bobby, you're taking over. Uh, special guest. Uh, I have one of the boys here. One of the boys. One of Dalton Castle, former Ring of Honor World Champions boys. Say hi. Say hey. Show a little charisma. Say something. <laughs> Where's your brother? You don't talk? I'll get your brother to come here. What's time filler? <laughs> Bobby has hijacked this. The boys are very the boys are very uncomfortable. They gotta do stuff. They gotta Bobby, they gotta do stuff. They gotta do stuff. Dalton Castle's yelling at them. You're gonna get you're gonna get the boys in trouble. You're gonna get them fired. Uh, either by Dalton or the company. They get enough heat on their own, believe me. They don't need my help. Now that Pants is gone, we can bury, we can bury Pants, too, yeah. if you'd like. Yeah, I mean, the guy doesn't do anything. He sits home, and, you know, I tell him, like, I'm busy with a, re- a regular job, my daughter's, uh, you know, cleaning the house, uh, cutting the grass, shoveling snow in the winter. You know, and he lives, like, he owns a condo or whatever he owns. So he doesn't have to do any of that. So he literally uh, gets up when he wants to, sleeps when he wants to, uh, plays Xbox, Watches or whatever on TV and goes to Popeyes. That's it. <laughs> Popeyes. Well, Popeyes is very good. So, all right. Well, I, I think I'm going to turn it back over to Mike here. I'm going to let him fill a little content because, you know, I'm actually busy. I'm actually doing things. You're actually doing, well, I don't know what you're doing right now. Okay. You're, I got to announce three episodes of TV. That's major preparation. That's in like three hours. You're, you're going to get dressed five minutes before the show, probably hold it up again, and, and then go do your thing. You are very good at what you do, though. I will, I will say that. I am the best. Uh, I try to be the best. I don't know if I'm the best. I don't like to be arrogant. But, um, you know, one title I've never had is the voice of New England, and that's because I'm the voice of the world. <laughs> there you had it. He is Bobby Cruz, the voice of the best professional wrestling on the planet. Mike, you're going to have to fill some more time. I got stuff to do. If you're lucky, maybe I'll drag out one more person to talk to. Oh, well, thank you so much for that content, Brian. Uh, but 
I'm not quite the egomaniac that you are. I don't need for it to be all about me. Ask these guys about professional wrestling. How about that? Ever hear of it? Let's talk about the world of pro wrestling. There's so much going on. We don't have to talk about my hair, my family, all this stuff, but I guess it's my fault. I let you snooze through most of the interviews while I do all the work, so I shouldn't expect you to really have any interview skills when you really have no experience at it. So I guess it's my own fault. But thank you to Todd Sinclair, affectionately known as Fat Pants, and ROH ring announcer Bobby Cruz, two past guests the wrestling podcast about nothing check him back in again so thank you for that and bobby cruz uh instigates another run in here this week on the wrestling podcast about nothing by one of the boys again i don't really think it's enough for him to make the header but i'm not sure what i put anyway the boy a boy i guess it's just better off avoiding it so thank you very much bobby cruz todd sinclair a boy and I guess we'll hear more from the Kingpin uh, a little bit later on. And uh, speaking of the hair, I wish I had enough to frost these days, but, you know, getting up there. Anyway, speaking of the old days, Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast with Mike Mills, Harbody Harper, Doc Turner. They are talking about the old school pro wrestling twice a week, Smoky Mountain on Sundays, the old NWA World Championship Wrestling Show on thursdays so check out mikemills.podbean.com and uh, really enjoy that podcast each and every week so many big laughs on that show so please check out booking the territory with my good friend mike mills and our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast with joe Morata and michael quinn our very good long dear close personal friends from our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast ovp podcast Dot com for everything they're joining over there the new season kicking off so check out our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast and greetings from allentown with our buddy pw peter winston he's just down the road from me here and uh i kind of feel a kinship especially this week with peter winston as i am lonely here just staring into a computer screen talking to no one in particular just like he does each and every week on Greetings from Allentown, where he reviews a single episode of wrestling television and weaves it into his own little tales and stories of Bruins and Baltimore Orioles and cats and college and all these kind of things. Check out Greetings from Allentown. And finally, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast with Jason Stewart, Adam Salzer, Sal, all the friends over there at the Rundown Wrestling Podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe and enjoy and it is time for this week's promo about nothing but before we get into that we got brian malona standing by i hope he has someone he he promised he had big promises uh, when he texted me earlier on he was gonna get up the nerve he was gonna talk to one of the greatest roh world champions of all time and uh i'm not really confident so let's go right now back to philadelphia Back to the old DCW arena where the Kingpin Brian Malonis is at ROH's TV tapings backstage. All right, Mike. Well, I couldn't get anybody to join me in this final segment. As you can imagine, it's, it's very busy backstage at a Ring of Honor television's taping, which is where I am tonight. Uh, this is Sunday night that I'm recording this. The show is winding down. I've wrestled. No spoilers. No spoilers coming your way. I know you're probably going to want spoilers, but... 
I don't do spoilers. So um, it's been a busy weekend, but a great weekend. Friday night, get to wrestle the Briscoe Brothers. Uh, some good stuff today. Film some other good stuff that you'll see coming up on, on Ring of Honor television in the coming, coming weeks here. So uh, really excited for really what the, what the future holds. Um, you know, we did some really cool stuff uh, this weekend, and I can't wait for the fans at home to, to see everything that we've been able to do, and, and I hope they like it. So, but hey, you know, uh, let us know how you like this episode. I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of, I guess, probably a little disjointed. Mike's all the way up in Massachusetts. I've been in Baltimore. Tonight I'm in Philadelphia. Uh, so we tried this thing. And hey, we, hey I, think, I hope everybody really uh, enjoyed their glimpse of, uh, well, glimpse, like you can see me. Um, but hopefully this was pretty cool to uh, kind of get to hear what it's like backstage at a Ring of Honor television tape. And it's a very long day. We've been here all day. Um, so obviously, as you can imagine from the weekend i am tired mike um so uh hey everybody tweet at the at the wpan at brian malonis let us know what you think maybe you want to hear more of this stuff maybe we'll do this more in the future hey mike maybe if you can get away for a night ring of honor is going to be in lowell coming up next month so maybe you can drive on down the road it's probably five minutes from your house get your butt off the couch and and, and come see some ring of honor action and maybe we can we can do some of this uh we can do some of this there together what do you say buddy but anyways mike i'm gonna wrap up here i'm tired the event's winding down we're at the 2300 i'm at the 2300 arena you're not at the 2300 arena you're at your on your couch probably stuffing your face with ben and jerry's or something delicious i'm sure but hey this has been fun i'll spare you having to do my dates mike i'll just give everybody real quick what i got coming up the next couple weeks this saturday night october the 20th i'll be with atlantic pro wrestling uh, go to atlanticprowrestling.com for tickets and card information also important on that same day from 11 to 3 i will be hosting a very special seminar for trained pro wrestlers um it's only 30 dollars, and again at atlanticprowrestling.com you can reserve your spot uh, i know we've had uh, an influx of signups this week um so i mean there are opportunities to get on the apw card that night uh we're going to be looking for people for for a couple of pre-show matches as well as some spots in the Gilbunk uh battle royals so uh coming out to that seminar it's gonna be a lot of fun really looking forward to the opportunity to teach some folks this saturday uh the following week i return to chaotic wrestling uh that's a friday night october the 26th i'll be taking on Killanova. will i or won't i have a partner i don't know maybe mike's gonna be my partner uh stay tuned to chaoticwrestling.com and check that out for more ticket and uh, card information uh then after that mike november the third i'm heading to pittsburgh pennsylvania that's right back with ring of honor ring of honors international tv taping in pittsburgh i'll be there uh and then the following week wednesday night november the 7th i'll be in lewiston maine with ring of honor and thursday night in lowell massachusetts also back at ring of honor that is the global wars tour coming at you so if you're in the new england area get your butt buy some tickets rohwrestling.com if you aren't in the new england area or can't get to the show it'll be streaming live on honor club uh, honor club is probably the best deal going in wrestling right now so go ahead and get your subscription to that mike i hope this works hopefully you're thrown to the promo about nothing and uh you know hey next week I'll, I'll, i'm back buddy and we can uh, we can do this thing together what do you say all right mike i will see you soon all right, Brian, if you want to book the Kingpin, email brianmalonis at comcast.net or DM him on the Twitter at Brian Malonis. All right, yes, Brian, it is promo about nothing time. The year 
1995, and we are going back to World Championship Wrestling, WCW. The Kingpin's been coming at me hard all episode long, so let's hit him right where it hurts. Malonis' favorite wrestler, Hulk Hogan. Yes, the Hulkster. This week's promo about nothing. You know something, Hulk, I mean, he always, and Jimmy Hart, my best friend and confidant, we stood back and watched the world stand still on Monday Nitro, brother, when Hulk Hogan powered down that aisle in all black, ready for business, man. Now I'm the bad guy, brothers. I'm here to protect the training, the prayers, and the vitamins, man. Because everything Kevin Sullivan has told you about the evil in Hulk Hogan is true, brothers. There's a dark side of Hulk Hogan, a side I've been hiding out, a down card, so we may say. And now I'm going to play it, brother, because if I don't do everything I can, if I don't play their game, the immortality, the belief of the new generation of the training, the prayers, and the vitamins could be left in the giant's hands. That's why when Kevin Sullivan defaced Hulk Hogan, he might as well have slapped all the little teeny holsters and everything they believe in. And as the giant attacks me time and time again from behind, as he's scared to look me in the eyes, it makes me so mad. It brings the evil to a boiling point. I feel like all the little hostas that are already gone from MD, from cystic fibrosis, I feel like taking all those diseases at one time and eating them alive. That's why in the Motor City, Halloween Havoc, brother, Truck against truck as I drag the Dungeon of Doom truck all around the Motor City. It'll be just getting me ready for the dirty work I gotta do, man. The black gloves, brother. The black bandana. All part of what's gonna be going down that day. The big nasty giant is going down for the last time once I stare him straight in the eyes. And it's not going to be an eclipse of the sun, brother, that darkens the Motor City and the whole world on that day. It's going to be the largest pythons in the world getting ready for one last crashing blow after I slam the giant and put him in his place next to his father. And what you going to do, brothers, when the shadow of Hulkamania covers you? Ooh, the dark side. First of all, I just want to say this. If you haven't seen the video, and you can find the link to the video in the description of this episode, no mustache. There is no mustache on this Hulk Hogan. That's the reference that he makes to Kevin Sullivan defacing him. Uh, he wasn't defaced, literally, like his brother Brutai was by Speedboat or some shit, but he was demustached, yes, uh, a few weeks prior by Kevin Sullivan. And second of all, he is in a neck brace in this promo. And this is because that big sticky giant on the road to Halloween Havoc broke his neck. Twice! Yes! Twice. Don't ask. Don't ask. So this is definitely a part of the Hogan timeline that I had a blind spot to. The fact that he was almost seemed like testing the waters for heel turn like nine months. The actual turn took place where he formed the New World Organization, brother. But he's kind of using the bad guy phraseology here and dressed in black, the whole deal. 
But yeah, the actual turn wouldn't come for a while. But I guess he was kind of dipping his toe in here. Um, so speaking of turning a phrase, the odd reference here to children with muscular dystrophy and cystic fibrosis. And he wants to eat these diseases alive. I don't think I'll ever be that hungry, to be honest with you. I'm not sure I understood where that came from. He, I mean, like I talked about him testing the water, but still maybe he's a heel to everyone except kids with diseases. I, I really didn't understand where this was going here. I'm not really sure I figured that out. But what I do know is that he says he's going to murder Paul White and bury him next to his dad. And this kind of makes me think about the big boss man and how he almost made it happen, dragging his dad's casket around and, you know, big show hops on the top of it. And no, 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 no. Of course we mean Paul White's real dad, Andre the Giant, the one who gave him the pirate shirt, but he didn't want to be a pirate and he didn't want to be Andre's son, apparently. So yes, in the end, Hulk Hogan did kill the giant. Famously in this match, this monster truck thing they did at Halloween Havoc, he knocked the giant's truck off the roof of Cobo Hall, killing him instantly. I'm sh- well, at least for 20 minutes until he showed up to wrestle Hogan in the main event of the show. And you'd think Hogan would kind of have the upper hand with the dead man. But as you recall, the Hulkster had no mustache and two broken necks. So he lost. But, you know, by disqualification, how Hogan usually did back then. Because, of course, Jimmy Hart turned on him and... Then the Yeti butt-fucked him, so there you go. Uh, quite a promo about nothing, uh, something I didn't really recall uh, happening before the big NWO formation, but I hope Brian Malonis enjoyed that. I hope you did as well. You heard it. If you want the full picture, as I mentioned, find the link to the video in the description of this episode or at our website, thewpan.com. That is thewpan.com. Yes, once again, thank you, Brian Malonis, for sneaking that microphone into the ECW arena and uh, talking to the Beer City Bruiser. Thank you to him. Jay Briscoe, why not? We'll thank him. Todd Sinclair, Bobby Cruz, a boy. So many great stars this week on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. People seem to like our podcast where we take you backstage. Let us know what you think about this one at the WPAN on Twitter. And we'll do this again in the future, I'm sure. And speaking of the future, we'll be back right here next Monday for episode 131 of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. Hopefully, Kingpin will be here with me. But until then, for the Kingpin, Brian Malonis, I'm Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mako, and thanks for nothing. <laughs>